Happy Monday. Welcome back to another edition of the No Stopping Kev Show. Y'all, it was a, a great weekend for me. Um, it was Easter weekend, so, you know, happy Easter to everyone out there listening. Um, and also, it was, you know, Final Four weekend. So, I got to watch the full women's Final Four. And, you know, tonight, capping it off with the men's Final Four with Gonzaga going up against Baylor. I really don't care who wins this game, but, you know, I'll tune in for a little entertainment. Uh, with the women's Final Four, you know, I, there were some surprises. You know, I thought we were going to see UConn, Stanford in the final. Uh, it didn't happen. You know, I was actually, you know, somewhat hoping to see South Carolina, Arizona in the final just to make even more history. But, you know, it was, I wasn't, I wasn't disappointed with the way things turned out. Uh, shout out to the Stanford Cardinal for winning the NCAA Women's Championship. Arizona put up a great fight, kept it close, made a little run at the end, but uh, unfortunately they came up a little short. But what I really enjoyed about watching the women's tournament is that I feel like the women's game is evolving. You know, it's always been constantly compared to the men's game. The women's game is having, you know, just as much excitement. Well, it's always had the excitement for me. But for the things people kind of look for um, in the men's game, I'm starting to see elements of those things in the women's game. You know, when you got girls kind of, you know, you see a little bit more ISO. I'm not a fan of, you know, complete ISOs, which is why sometimes watching NBA is boring to me some, some nights. With the women's game, I'm starting to see players that remind me of NBA guys. You know, you think about, you look at where the game of basketball was in the 80s, 90s, even early 2000s, to the type of creativity that we see players display today. You know, I think it's only a matter of time before, you know, you start to see those things and you see players that kind of grow up, um, particularly I'm talking about in the on the women's side. Now you see, you know, players kind of grow up, you know, they're watching the Hardens, the Kyries, the Stephs. Um, and in addition to the, the greats and the women in the WNBA, right? But when you start to see little pieces of, you know, when you start to see someone doing like a step move into a step back jump shot, you see someone breaking someone down like Kyrie getting in the lane, finishing. You know, I, I'm excited for where the women's game is going. And I'm optimistic that, you know, there will be a day where, you know, the, the gap between women's and men's basketball isn't as large. Speaking of which, last week we launched NoStoppingKev.com as well as dropped some new merch. Take a look at the hat. Women's Basketball Matters. I know this is something that has been very important to me, uh, something that I'm very passionate about, supporting women's basketball and athletics in general and women in general i think that it's important to recognize um you know for me it's it's recognizing my male privilege um this is something that i didn't i didn't fully understand uh even fairly recently a event happened last fall where you know one nba player had the opportunity to 
you know, I, I guess he was trying to give credit to a, a WNBA player who had a phenomenal night, right? And he, you know, shouted her out by her jersey number. Her name was said maybe 30 times on the pot, on the broadcast. And the biggest thing is that when you are an NBA player, the WNBA is your sister league. So you kind of have a duty to uplift that league in any way you can. So when this player was, you know, kind of criticized for only saying her number, you know, a lot of people, you know, there it was it was pretty much split decision. You know, you had some people saying him saying the jersey number was enough that she's lucky he even acknowledged her. And so I battle with some people on on social media trying to explain the severity of it and why that isn't enough. And it made me realize that it, it made me realize the dangers of male privilege. And so from there, you know, I already was pretty gun ho about supporting women's basketball. I, I enjoy watching the game. I've, I've been pretty candid. You know, a lot of times I enjoy watching women's basketball more than men's basketball, particularly in, at the professional level. So to create awareness around the importance of supporting women's basketball, I dropped my Women's Basketball Matters merch on my website. You can find it at nostoppingkev.com slash merch. Oops, sorry, slash shop. Just go to nostoppingkev.com, play around with it. There's a funny blooper video up of me from when we were shooting some shots and uh i'm not gonna keep it up there forever so if you want a good laugh you want to see what it's like when you only pick up a ball three times over the course of 13 months due to covid uh go check it out but yeah special thanks to everyone that has already ordered ordered their women's basketball matters merch also you can find no stopping kev merch on the website as well so you know items with the fire basketball mic logo but you know no stopping kev logo check it out definitely support i appreciate everybody that tunes in every week everyone that shares the content on social media especially on instagram at the no stopping kev show Uh, so you know i appreciate everybody out there you know you guys are the reason i keep doing this every week but I, I just wanted to talk about something really quickly this week. And, and I guess before I get to that, I just got to say, you know, if anyone listening knows Kyle Lowry, just let him know he kind of broke my heart by not forcing his way to Philly. You know, I think having him on our team would have put us in an even better spot to be successful in the playoffs. Happy we got him be back. You know, the Nets kind of made some noise with, you know, getting Blake Griffin and then adding LaMarcus Aldridge. Those are great pieces. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think it moves the needle moves the needle tremendously. But we'll see. We'll see how things kind of pan out. You know, the Lakers added Drummond. That doesn't worry me too much because if Embiid, if the Sixers somehow makes it to the finals, Embiid has his numbers. He's still taking up real estate for free in Drummond's head. But you know, they got to get as much AD insurance as they can. So we'll see how it it plays out. I think if AD and LeBron are back by the playoffs, which I anticipate they will be, I still see LA as the front runner 
I don't see anyone that can dethrone the King in the Western Conference. In the East, I think it comes down to two teams, really. Of course, people are going to say, well, you got to put Miami in the conversation as the defending Eastern Conference champs. I don't think they are as good as they were last year, nor do I think that, you know, I feel like some things went right for them last year. You know, I think, I think this year in the Eastern Conference, it comes down to two teams, Brooklyn and Philly. And I think if Philly's able to slow the game down, because we're not going to score 150 points like Brooklyn can. I think if we're able to slow the game down and Bede's able to dominate inside, then I think the, the Sixers are able to have a chance at going to the finals. So in Bede dominating, in addition to Simmons got to give you 20 from somewhere, even if it's all going to the basket. We don't need him necessarily to hit a jump shot. I think it definitely helps. But if he can find a way to be effective, big if when you, you're not – shooting jumpers and teams look to pack the paint on you but if he can find a way to be effective which he's kind of done this year you know tip my hat off to doc rivers sam gassell and the rest of that staff then we got we got something to talk about but the thing i really wanted to talk about that caught my eye this week is the i'll kind of say the back and forth between Nina Westbrook, Russell Westbrook, and Stephen A. Smith. So Stephen A., you know, on the 29th, Westbrook had a, a pretty good game. 35 points, 21 assists, 14 rebounds. The Wizards won without Bradley Bill. You know, we all know the Wizards have had a rough season. And it's been, quite frankly, a disappointing year with them out of the playoff picture. You would have thought that with Bill and Westbrook, the Wizards would at least be in playoff contention, but they're not. So it is disappointing, especially as you all know, what Russell Westbrook is my favorite is my favorite player. So I would much rather have a postseason where I get to watch him a little bit more since his games aren't always televised, especially when his team's struggling so much. But they but the day after Westbrook has a historic night, Stephen A kind of goes off and dismisses the stat line. He said, Westbrook's numbers last night mean absolutely nothing to me because even though that's great numbers, that's what Russell, that's what Westbrook can do. We all know this. He's a former league MVP. He's the most athletic point guard we have ever seen in NBA history. But Bradley Bill and you are in the backcourt together and y'all are 17 and 28 in the Eastern Conference. You've played with some great, great players over the years, some talent, and not a single title to show for it. The numbers are the numbers. That's Russell Westbrook. He can do that to anybody. But I'm at a point in time in his career where it ain't about that no more. It's about whether or not you can get to another level to win a championship. So the big quote soundbite that was kind of thrown around the internet was that that first sentence you know Westbrook's numbers last night mean absolutely nothing and Nina took offense to it understandably so Russell Westbrook is one of the most if not the most criticized players in the NBA so Nina fired back on Instagram defending her husband 
But, you know, it's some people were upset at her response. Some people feel like, well, she didn't completely look into what Stephen A was saying because Stephen A actually, you know, has some some positive words for Russell Westbrook. He's just saying in a basketball context. Russell Westbrook should be striving for championships right now. And I think sometimes that can get what that can get misunderstood for is that he only chases stats and not championships. I'm sure Russell Westbrook wants to win an NBA title. If it's in the cards, it's in the cards. But there were some things with this that really stood out to me. So, yeah, some people are going to criticize Nina and say, hey, you should have looked at everything Stephen A had to say, not just the soundbite. But – and then there's people that's going to say, you know, Stephen A didn't have to say it like that, but he gets paid to make noise. So at the end of the, so at the end of the day, I don't think either one of them is wrong. I think they're both right in their own way. But the important thing are kind of the lessons that came out of what Nina and Russ had to say. And I'll play Russ's clip for you guys. But Nina in her Instagram story was explaining how her and Russ were watching a UCLA game recently. And Russ recognized an announcer who covered the team while he was playing. And Russ said, you know, it's in, she quoted Russ as saying, it's unfortunate that these people have the ability to use their platform to, to change the way these young players' talents are perceived. Imagine being a college player trying to make it to the next level, and these people on TV have the ability to influence the public's perception of you. If they say you're bad, then teams will want to pick you. This guy right here used to say, I wouldn't be good in the NBA. Imagine if I had listened to him. So this is an announcer who was highly critical of Westbrook saying he wouldn't be successful at the next level. And we all know Russell Westbrook is probably going to be a first ballot NBA Hall of Famer. That jumped out at me because there's, we all have doubters in our life. Sometimes we even doubt ourselves. And I think the biggest thing to watch out for is when someone else doubts you, that you don't let that then limit you. You know, people will place their limitations on you. And I talked about this before. You know, I experienced it. You know, the, for me, the event that comes to mind in my personal life is when I was applying to colleges. There were some people, I'm talking teachers, administrators, counselors at my high school, that thought Penn would probably be a bit of a reach for me. I didn't know if that was a good fit. They didn't know if me, who was at the top of my class, applying to an Ivy League would be a fit because they, they didn't think I had what it took to be successful there. They doubted my resiliency that I displayed all four years of high school to get the marks that I was getting in addition to being involved in extracurricular activities. They didn't think it was there, but one person did believe in me. Not one person, but there were people that did believe in me. But I say one person because there there was a mentor of mine who, you know, there were there were points where I was I was quite frankly afraid to go to a pen. I didn't know what it would be like. I had visited a few times and I realized like it would be a bit of a, a growth for me. it would be a bit of a growth phase for me. But he pushed me to go. I went for it and you know, it's the best decision I've ever made. Nina said, imagine if today Russ listened to people tell him not to be happy with what he, what he has accomplished. He'd be miserable. 
she explained this is kind of the happiest she's seen Russ. But there also was a second part to what she was saying that also stood out to me. She explained that he's a champion in life, a champion of his people. He doesn't care about your championship, meaning the NBA championship or what people deem he needs to have in order to be their champion. And certainly not your opinion, she adds. He cares about his people, his community, and trying to make the world a better place. Now I want to play what Russ had to say for you guys. Prime example, man, is, you know, I watch these college games and I watch these kids and these announcers, man, they get on the TV and just say anything about a kid. They don't even know him. They don't know his family. They don't know where he's from. They don't know what he's been through. They don't know his struggles. They don't know his pain. They don't know anything about the kid. Uh, but one thing said on TV can determine how you perceive this kid on TV, which will allow him not to be able to reach his goals, which will allow him not to be able to get drafted, which will allow him not to take care of his family, which will now not create gener generational wealth, which now, uh, you know, makes our, you know, our people and uh, the minorities, the underserved community, which makes that gap. It's way bigger than basketball. That's, that's my entire life focus. And, and my wife, that's what she's mentioning because we talk about all the time is that, no, I sit back. I don't say much. I don't say I don't like to go back and forth about people. Uh, but one thing I won't, won't allow to happen anymore is let people create narratives and uh, constantly just talk no reason about me um, because um, I lay it on the line every night. Um, and I use my platform to be able to help uh, people all across the world. Um, and nobody can take that away from me. Um, I've been blessed to be able to uh, have a platform to do it. And like I said before, a championship don't don't change my life. Uh, I'm happy. Um, I, I, I was a champion once I made it to the NBA. Like I grew up in the streets. Uh, I'm a champion. Like nobody can, I don't have to be an NBA champion. I, I know many people that got NBA champions. That's miserable. Have they done nothing uh, for their community, have done nothing for uh, the people in, in our world. And uh, for me, man, my legacy, like I, like I mentioned before, is not based on what I do on this court. Um, I'm not going to play basketball my whole life. My legacy is what I do. Uh, off the floor, how many people I'm able to impact and inspire along my journey, man. And uh, that's how I keep my head down and keep it pushing because it's very important um, that you don't let the, the, the negativity seep in because it's been like that my whole career. Honestly, there's no other player that kind of takes the heat that I take constantly. But I, I take it as positive because obviously I'm doing something right if people talking about me. Um, and that's how I feel. And I stay my best foot forward, uh, stay prayful, stay my, keep my family. So the last thing I want to leave you guys with is this. Know what your championship is in life. Know what, know what you value and what's important to you. Because at the end of the day, you're always going to have people saying what you need to do, should do. Take some time to reflect. What are your values when it comes to your personal life, professionally, your family? Think about those things. Reflect on them. Because it's important to know what you want out of this life. And what you want out of this life is the only things that will make you happy. Someone telling you what you need to do isn't always the right answer. It helps when it comes from the right place and it's a place of guidance. But when someone's trying to live your life for you and it's not necessarily aligning with the things you want, desire, what you're passionate about, then in those cases, it's not always right. So to Russell's point, Winning an NBA championship is phenomenal, right? But what's even 
more phenomenal for him is the impact he can have on lives of people from underserved communities, from communities like he was from. People who, people whose shoes he's walked in himself. And for that, I commend Russell Westbrook. Because with as much fame comes with playing in the NBA, with as much pressure comes with wanting to win an NBA title, to say, hey, if that happens, it happens. If not, if not, at the end of the day, I'm a champion because I'm a champion for my people by helping my people reach new heights, by helping my people gain access to resources that wouldn't exist otherwise. So, Russell, thank you. Thank you for what you do on the court. Brings me a lot of excitement. But thank you even more for what you do off the court. And I've said this on the show before, too. You know, a lot of times my favorite players at this stage in my life are pretty decent on the court. But what I love most is how they carry themselves, the things they do off the court or off the field, whatever sport we're looking at. So, Russ, keep doing it. You're right. You're definitely a champion in our books. You're definitely a champion in the No Stopping Kev book. So keep doing you. Why not? To everyone out there listening, I hope that you have a great week. Definitely check out the website, nostoppingkev.com. I'm very excited that it's finally here. Definitely check out the merch, especially the Women's Basketball Matters line definitely be a champion of that again women in our society are overlooked every day even beyond sport just look at the wage gap look how long it's taken for us to get a a woman in the white house these disparities exist and unless we do our part they're not going to change so make sure you do something to get into the fight If that means trying to explain to people why this is an issue, help them understand that this issue exists, that's something you can do. If it means, you know, if you have the means to create a league, if you have a platform to highlight players, do do what you can do or highlight women, do what you can do. You know, if you're a manager at a company and you realize that your staff isn't very diverse when it comes to race or gender, make some moves there. Give it some thought reevaluate how you're recruiting. There's a lot, you know, there's something we all can do, especially talking to the men out there. Because if you think that the best candidate is always a man or there just isn't women out there with the talent, you're just not looking, buddy. So until next time, people, please share the show with a friend, family member, stranger. I don't care who, just share with somebody. Definitely follow me on Instagram at the No Stopping Kev Show. And again, check out nostoppingkev.com where you can find all things No Stopping Kev, especially merch. Until next time, people, have a great, have a blessed week. And I'll see you again or talk to you again next Monday. Peace.